episode 12. Right? <laughs> Take <Tyrell>. two. <laughs> <laughs> Take two. Well, with, with the important people in the studio this time. Yeah, <laughs> we, will, we will see how this works yeah, out. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Kaylin and Kaylee, the two the double C's are here to uh, save the day. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. So try not to screw up the audio this time. Please. I will screw up whatever I want, <laughs> whenever I want. Clearly, clearly. <laughs> there is no restriction. <laughs> well, you never told me there were limits to this. Good Lord, man. Work, yeah. work with me, not against me. Well, who are we sponsored by? <coughs> are we recording yet? <laughs> oh, I can't see the computer now. So I'm in a different position. I Okay. Feel better now. <laughs> Welcome to episode 12. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> I moved everything around in the studio. studio. Kaylee's all confused. Welcome to the Renegades on Dirt podcast brought to you by Liquid Nitro Energy Drink, Palmer's Tavern, and Old Re- World Meats. That's the one. Ah, <laughs> boy, drew a blank. You were going to say Residlo's. Well, Residlo's Old World Meats. It, it is true. It is. Uh, three generations. And delicious. Been doing it for like 75 years. Three and generations of them. Yep. Plus they race. Well, they used to. But, you know. I'm, I'm sure he's still involved. Actually, he was helping uh, uh, Steve Larson okay. at, at Cedar Lake Speedway. Nice. Uh, there was a residual appearance. So nice. Didn't we just got to get Nikki back in the car. Sprint car. Well, Nitro. She's getting her pilot's license now, though. No. Tyler tried to get his, too. Well, yeah, but he did it in a sprint car where it's not really FCC compliant. <laughs> they don't fly too well. <laughs> so in studio with us um, on our second take, because uh, the first audio files didn't were, work out so good. Were corrupt, <laughs> almost as corrupt as the guy who recorded it. Easy now. <laughs> I've been being hated. Um, so second Sorry. time around, unfortunately, uh, that's why you'll have noticed that uh, there was a podcast missing. Yeah, uh, no, no podcast was released last week. Every now and then, bad things happen to good people. <laughs> so, so, but the luxury of uh, of this change is that we were able to get Kaylin, the better half of Tyler Wass, who is in studio with us, um, in here as well. So now we can get the complete story of of how things actually work, <laughs> not just Tyler's. Uh, probably mis- misguided version so <laughs> what i so remember the truth will come out today <laughs> one way or the other so um a little bit of renegade news um we uh you'll see in one of these two podcasts who knows what order they're actually going to come out in but uh um, schedules being being worked on uh we've been talking with fargo and ada and have the contact information for buffalo river uh, we anticipate that we will have a three-day swing out that direction this year um, sounds like Princeton may be on the map again for us, um, which is a track that we have not been able to visit yet. Um, the Ogilvy show is confirmed, the UMSS show. Um, that's Thanks. confirmed for, I believe, June 13th, but don't quote me on that. I am not going to quote you on nothing because right now nothing yeah, is set speaking, in stone. Speaking out of turn, yeah, but you will have the schedule to uh, to 
work my magic on. Work your magic on. Hopefully with less uh, less complaints this year because people don't know how to read. Um, you know, it, it was a little confusing last year. Uh, but yeah, we, we're hoping to have that out uh, for sure by Christmas. Um, or at least I'll have it to you. What you'll do with it after that is beyond my <sighs> capability. But the schedule is uh, coming together really nice. We're actually going to probably have to turn down some shows because um, the Mint. the racetracks are actually calling us and we we don't want to race four nights a week all summer so we're gonna we're gonna keep them keep them down so that our racers can have to come up and can go race with the UMSS or the other four renegade series um that we will detail well, in the coming weeks th- there's three of them that are close enough that they could race ah the pacific renegades are a little far away yet yeah well mm-hmm. You don't know everything that's coming yet, so, <laughs> so I know, but it's not a done deal yet. So, ha, 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 ha. so anyway, <laughs> the, uh, and, and the Pacific Renegades aren't that far away. California, it's a hell of a lot nicer there than here. Well, <laughs> get your trailer. Let's go, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I know my wife is down. She's she's at it with the cold. She's ready. Uh, we went to Texas, um, and uh, we when I say we, it was Ron. Ron and I, hashtag promoter money. That'll make Ron laugh. Um, <laughs> wait a minute. What, what hashtag promoter money is not a thing. It's a, but it is a thing to guys on Facebook that think they're funny. So <laughs> was Sean involved in that? Too? Yeah, Sean was with us, and that became our that became our uh, hashtag the rest of the, the rest of the time. Whenever we did anything, you know, and of course, uh, you can ask our wives where that money came from. It certainly wasn't from the Northern Renegades <laughs> or the UMSS. But Good God, uh, no. But uh, yeah. So it was everything we did. Like, well, you're you're actually buying a hamburger at the Formula One race for sixteen bucks. <laughs> like, hashtag promoter money, baby. <laughs> like, so the license fees are going up next year. Sorry. <laughs> so. Or would that be misappropriated sponsor funds? <laughs> no, it was a, it was yeah, it was a research trip. So. <laughs> but uh, but no. So uh, when we were in Texas, uh, of course, the weather was pretty nice, and uh, there's a, a really nice gentleman named steve lang who started the sprint car bandit series um who put up with us for a couple days um but we did a lot of talking and uh and figured a lot of stuff out but the point was when i got back um i told the wife you know texas was really nice and the people were friendly and uh you know we should think about moving there and uh she was i mean basically gathering our stuff up like in a packed motorhome we were out like she's she's at it with winning so i don't blame her I, i feel the same way but We'll stick around for at least one more year. Get this, uh, get this off the ground, and Kalen can take it over, yeah. and uh, then this can be the uh, the Randy and Kalen podcast. How's that sound? I've um, seen you run around the racetrack. I don't know if I want your job. Are you talking on the racetrack or just around the around racetrack? The, yeah, the only time on I'm the on the track, track is when I'm crossing. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's an old lem line, but but yeah, no, it's uh, well, hopefully oh, this lem year be line. yeah lem, Mark. Yeah, I know who you're snurt. He sent, he sent me an email the other day, and it was uh, the, in the end, it's, you know, whatever, respectfully or whatever, sincerely, and then it said, Lem, Mark, and Snert. <laughs> so when I, and then it basically in the email said, give me a call sometime. So I called him and said, hey, are all three guys there, or is it just you? He said, no, nah, the other two ain't here right now. <laughs> so, well, you'll, you'll pass the message on. But, uh, but anyway, yeah. so moving forward. We got our, Tyler Wash in the studio. Our guest in the studio. Yep, we, in the luxurious Hibbing, Minnesota studio. We actually bought some wheels from this summer from Jeff Trout, the guy from Pacific Renegades, and talked to him about oh, really? hopefully going out there. He said this November, but 
I didn't hear much no, on, we, uh, on, on what he had for shows, and we, well, were, we were not in a position to go out there anyway. And hopefully Jeff is a, is a listener. I don't know if he is or not, but uh, where um, Jeff went wrong, and uh, we think, um, when he introduced the program out there, he was leaning a little more towards uh, like the regular sprint car world. And um, so what he came up with was an LS engine, but it was still a, like a eight to ten thousand dollar LS engine. Well, doesn't get you far enough away from what's currently out there, um, and then trying to integrate it with what they were racing and stuff. And it just, you know, the the bottom line with this series and the reason it works is because it's affordable for regular working people. And if you want to spend ten grand on an engine, well, you're probably going to spend twenty grand on an engine and and go race with the three sixty. So yep. there really is yep. no middle ground. That would you agree with that? I mean, uh, definitely. So Not, another note on that is uh, probably don't have anything shipped up here by uh, Greyhound. <laughs> it took a long time. Greyhound. Yes. That's even a thing. Yes, yeah. it is. Really. But the closest terminal is in um, Duluth, Nebraska. No. <laughs> yeah. No, they brought it, they got it. Ended up getting it to Jefferson Lines in Duluth. Okay. But I had to go. One showed up by itself because he put them in four different boxes. Yeah. And uh, so they come out four different times. Well. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. But <laughs> it's not, not I quite pathetic. I, I told him, I said, I think the bus comes to Grand Rapids. I said, if you can get them there. And uh, somehow that turned into Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah, that happens so, a little bad. So they, they went there. Yeah. Mink. They, no, the, those wheels have been all over the country. <laughs> <laughs> Their friends are seasoned. That's okay. I, I know a truck driver that wound up at the L&M Supply in Mountain Iron. But he was supposed to be at like Cabela's in Iron Mountain. Yeah, that happens. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you, you missed me by a couple of states, buddy. Yeah. It's only an inch or two on the map, <laughs> depending on, on which map you're looking at. <laughs> yeah, this is not the cell phone. So, so before we get into who we are and where you came from, tell me more about this Greyhound thing. How does that? How does that work? I mean, literally, like he walks up to the bus stop and like tosses it on underneath the bus, and the way you go, or um, like I never even heard of this much. before. Well, apparently he had sent some seats, and he had uh, some three-inch backspace wheels, and uh, it was going to cost. I think it cost about fifty bucks a wheel to ship them here via, via, Grey- via Greyhound, okay. and it would have been about double that FedEx or UPS. Right. When it actually would have showed up the same season at the right place. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, um, <laughs> so there's value. And, there. yeah, apparently you just go to a terminal and uh, put where you, want, where you want them to go on it. I'm not really sure how it works, but. Uh, it's a lot like shipping a people. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. Let's see. If, and if Grandma traveled with the wheels, it would be cheaper yet. So, <laughs> And you'd probably yeah. get them. Right. <laughs> All at once. Yeah. So you could call her your, uh, your, your uh, shipping manager, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's got and the manifest. Yeah. Well, they, they tried to get them on the lower level of the bus up to Grand Rapids, but it just didn't, didn't work out. Didn't work out, yeah. yeah. We don't know how they got to Grand Rapids, Michigan. Might have been the top of the bus. <laughs> probably on the back seat. Right Se- separate, separate seats. Right. That's why it costs so much. <laughs> so all four crazy. Seats. Well, I did actually find out that, uh, you know, and we'll, we'll be we'll be hitting them up for an ad now, but uh, Fastenal, <laughs> Fastenal, you know, their trucks, they generally aren't full when they, they go terminal to terminal or even across the country, they order bolts or whatever. Right. So um, if there's a Fastenal, um, you can actually ship engines and stuff from Fastenal terminal to Fastenal terminal. So I guess it makes That's sense that cool. Greyhound would do the same thing. I honestly didn't know Greyhound was even a thing, although they have a 
Historic Museum in Hibbing, Minnesota, uh, not too far from our luxurious podcast studio. I what the hell with that on the roof? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you do realize that we're in the home of the Greyhound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's which why. is really kind of sad because Greyhound doesn't even come here anymore, which confuses me. And they would have gone up in Michigan still. <laughs> so, well, and now that the Renegade on Dirt podcast is, you know, receiving such a huge following it'll only be a matter of time until yeah all nine people and four of them are here <laughs> <laughs> yeah you guys will have to listen a couple times if you, will. you know just turn it on click if you if you would that would help us so anyway so our guest tyler Wass, has how many years have you raced a sprint car now tyler it's uh two full years okay this was the second year that you yep. just completed okay. well, technically a year and a half yeah yeah exactly two months off two months off doesn't help no that happens it happens (laughs) so um you were a truck pulling guy before yep correct yep uh meaning you didn't pull trucks you pulled with trucks yes exactly gotcha same same sled as like tractors pull same same as you'll see the the big multi-engine uh what was the old the national hot rod no what N- was NTPA? Yep, National Truck Pulling Association. But wasn't there one that had they did like the, they did like the mud runs and the monster truck show and they did all and they always had videos out like when monster trucks first came like Bigfoot, before Monster Jam and all that stuff wasn't. I just I, I, I don't remember. I think it was still NTPA back had, then. That might have been. But I'm gonna have to go look. I got some old VHS. There, there, there was a because they would have like the the whole event in the arena you know they set up the mud pit and and they you know they had and they had the monster trucks and they did the truck pulling and it was all like orange blossom special yeah i, I used to have the, the little truck i don't know i never saw them put a mud pit inside the deck so uh, not the deck it would be like the metrodome they did though i bet back then Don't back know. in the day i i went to one i saw it was uh enos from Dukes of Hazard was there. I was a little kid. Anyway, <laughs> truck pulling. <laughs> the N- NOTPA or whatever. NT- NTPA. NTPA. Yeah. National Truck Pulling Association. Well, there, there's a lot of smaller organizations. We pulled with um, Heartland Truck Pullers. They're based out of St. Cloud. Okay. And and there, I heard there was uh, there was uh, some some format issues. Like yeah yeah we were my brother and I pulled with them or and other uh, just other pulls around the area too um, for about I don't know five six years and I was gonna end up having to put quite a bit of money into it to get to be competitive again and some parts that would actually hold up we were going through U joints all the time and uh, U joints the weakest link in anything yeah exactly. <laughs> And so uh, these were like a diesel pickup truck. Yep, we had, you're, we, had you're Dodge we had a guy. diesel. Yep, you're a Dodge guy. Still yep. are a Dodge guy. Yep, except for your race car. Yes. So and if and I could, if I could afford a Mopar in it, we would have one. So we're so we're all clear that if you look up, we've talked about this. If you look up the word Dodge in the in the dictionary, it says to avoid. Yes. <laughs> I, I'd, so, pro- I'd probably agree with that. <laughs> Actually, one of my guys I was looking at. Dodge. You're gonna eat that mic. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, hey, it's just a fact. So I'm. Not, uh, anyway, <laughs> so uh, so where was Caitlin? Were you around uh, during the truck pulling days? I was only with him for one summer when he was doing truck pulling. Yeah, one season we went to two poles with her. Um, or I went to two poles with her. We went. We drove to Page, North Dakota. Okay. And uh, got rained out. Oh. <laughs> and drive back. Was that the first day? And this this no. truck is on a no. trailer, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So you trailer the thing all the way out there. Yep. Trying to pull something heavy for yep. for a couple hundred feet, and yep. you don't even get to do that. Nope. Oh, that's so. But you got to spend some time in the truck together. Exactly. That was good. Yeah. You realized she was durable enough to hang out with you. <laughs> yeah. She didn't leave you when you got home. No. So <laughs> that's a good start. Well, funny story about trucks and him and me. Um, our third date, we drove to Indiana to pick up a welder and drive it back home. So we spent three days in a truck together on our third date. And uh, beautiful. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> one was a long date. Yeah, no, it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It, uh, Hopefully they at least kissed by the end. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's a long trip. It's a long trip. That is a long trip. Yeah. We had a lot, you're, you're lot, still with him after. A lot, yep. of, time okay. sitting, a lot of time sitting around because we had uh, three flat tires on the way. So she, I mean, she got the whole like, she's <laughs> yeah. in, she's yeah. hard, she's locked this in is, already. Like yep. anybody that go through that, <laughs> be like, okay, yeah, hey, let's do this. Yep. And then exactly. we lost brake, no, running lights on the back on the way home. Yeah. Like Tail right lights. at dark. Well, of course, the night welder from the fifties doesn't have lights, but uh, right. got it by Superior. So it's a tow uh, behind welder. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Like a, okay. Yeah. And uh, no. No taillights on the pickup. I don't know. If, I think we ended up finding a, oh somehow it blew both uh, was both bulbs. This is a Dodge as well. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just, just to clarify, it's, for, it's it's purely for the story. Yes. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, but um, I saw your video um the first year you guys were doing it and was kind of interested and I had seen I really didn't even know what sprint cars were but I'd seen some of the loud pedal videos of them doing multiple somersaults. Super cool stuff. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool flips. Heck yeah. of a nice guy, and too. And I thought, right. yeah. I thought, oh, that, that might be something I'll be int- I'd be interested in. And uh, So you showed up at the Grand Rapids Speedway. Yep, on an um, off night. You had your car there. Yeah, yeah, and I remember. And I remember thinking, because uh, um, you mean you literally appeared out of nowhere. Yep. And you're like, hey, can I sit in? I'm like, sure, man, go ahead, you know. And then you're like, I think I'm going to do this. And I honestly thought to myself, I'll never see this guy again <laughs> because I've heard that quite a few times, you know, I've, I've said that on lots of things, but then, never, uh, never followed through. but then you came back, uh, I, I saw you a couple more times and I saw you in the pit area after we raced one night. Yep. Yep. Um, and that's when I started to realize that, cause I think Paul had said, who is that guy? And I said, I don't remember, but I know that, he's <laughs> <laughs> but I know that he's actually getting kind of serious about maybe joining us. So, yeah. So where did, uh, where did your car come from? Um, the first one. Yeah. <laughs> well, is this another one you sold? No, no, okay. no. That okay. was uh, I'm just well, making sure. Actually, uh, we had um, I had been as soon as I thought I was going to do this, I joined some Facebook for sale posts and yeah. uh, seen had seen uh, some guys had one uh, just a bare chassis for sale in Austin for five hundred dollars. Austin, Minnesota. Yep. Okay. And. Uh, Kalen suggested one uh, time, oh, we should go to the cities for the weekend. And uh, and not buy something ridiculous in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I was oh, like, oh, gets good. oh, perfect. We'll, uh, we'll, I told her, we'll go pick up this or look at it. And uh, we got down there. Sprint car. Yep. And uh, dung around the cities for a little bit and uh, said, okay, let's, we're going to head down there and Turns out it was a lot farther from the cities than Austin. To, to Austin than I imagined. Which I mean, fortunately, she's down for it. I exactly, mean. exactly. <laughs> and I think, I, I think on the way there, Kalen said, 
oh, I was thinking maybe we could go to a hockey game tonight. Remember? And I said, oh. In Austin? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back to the city it ain't gonna be yeah. tonight and anymore. I, I don't know what I told her, but yeah, we ne- I never ended up going to a hockey game either. <laughs> Ever <laughs> and, since. And you still owe her a hockey game, don't no, you? No, I uh, made up for that uh, beginning of this year. Was oh, no, year. beginning of last year. Oh, so not yeah. even not even a full our, calendar year, probably right? on her birthday. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, <laughs> you're uh, a lucky lady. <laughs> so. Which we actually picked at more sprint car parts than two. <laughs> we did. Guilty <laughs> <laughs> well, birds with one stone, I guess, right? So uh, um, you bought you bought this sprint car in pieces. Yeah. Well, actually, that frame's still sitting in my garage. That is a uh, Nygaard. I don't know what I can't remember what year. Okay. But anyway, um, <coughs> yeah, that was we got that in a uh, bladder and shell. Is okay. all we got then, and a whole bunch of bent. Uh, torsion arms, but right, because <laughs> we need those. Yeah, we yeah. basically yeah. just. Uh, no, they, that's actually a rite of passage. You have to. I think you have to purchase somebody else's uh, shop cleanup. Yeah, we stuff, yeah. whole whole bunch of whole bunch of used front tires. Yeah, every everything they didn't want just got in our pickup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, at least you had a starting point. Yep. You know, then uh, just picked up uh, quite a few different pieces. We got um, pretty much both axles, drive line, and stuff, and engine from. Um, Trevor Service. That was the uh, that was the five three that you yep. currently run. Okay. Yep. And then um, the frame and steering box, some pumps, and uh, another fuel cell. So you did not buy a, a like complete sprint car. No. You figured out how to put the thing together. Yes. That's yes. very cool. That's very cool. Both of you did, right? <laughs> this. That's I, I, I got a feeling she did more of it than he did. She was there for most of it. I'm sure she was. <laughs> I'm sure she was. Probably a good thing. The first year I wasn't there for a lot of it because uh, we weren't living together yet. So he built it pretty much in a month by himself. Okay. It was April. And Did you build it inside or outside? Inside. Okay. So see, so inside see, a tent, but no, <laughs> so, no. My my garage isn't special, but it does did have uh, did have a wood stove and a cement floor. So oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, you are ahead of Josh. You are light years ahead of Brayford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he, Josh, Josh uses what God provides <laughs> yep. right there in the in the woods. But no, so uh, um, you bought a car in pieces, um, and you figured out. I mean, so you were dedicated, like yep. you were doing this. Yep. Which is, I mean, that's amazing. What, uh, um, like, what inspired any motorsport stuff? Like you did, you did. Like the truck pulling stuff mm. when you were growing up, or I mean, no, did, um, did no, you go to the races. Or? Nope. Um, before, before starting any of this, I was I went to, yeah, one, uh, dirt race in Rapids when I was a little kid, and then, uh, that was pretty much it. A few four wheeler races. My uncle raced four wheelers, but um, it just came like, if you want to, you know, put money into something, build a good engine, or yep. s- there's no, you know. You might as well at least see what it can do against other people, and no point in looking at right, it or just right. drive, driving it around. So, whatever became of the uh, of the pulling truck? Well, uh, my brother and I both own it, and I told him he could run it as much as he wants, put whatever he wants into it. But it's been sitting. I think we started it once this year. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, now the motorsports background. I believe Kaylin has more of a motorsports background. So uh, tell us a little bit about that. Um, I grew up, my dad raced pure stocks when I was growing up, um, when I was about 
from both eight to thirteen raised pure stocks. Okay. Um, and I also grew up going to the Hibbing Raceway pretty much every weekend of my life from the time I was about six months old. Okay. So <laughs> perfect. <laughs> I've been doing races for a, been at the races for a lot of years. Hence the reason why she had to be there when the car was assembled. Yeah, she, she knew what it was yeah. supposed to look like in the end. Yeah. You know, was, was, she knew that the quick change went in the back. The back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, well, that's awesome. That's a. It's such a. Uh, She's def- also the one that knew there wasn't a transfer case. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, uh, as soon as I, I think the same day I watched your first video, I downloaded the UMSS rules and. I was trying to figure out. I had lots of questions. I couldn't, couldn't figure out how a uh, how you had a drive line with only one U joint in. Right. Yeah, yep. that was very confusing to me. Yeah. Well, especially with your background. So. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, where you got a drive? Well, U joint every four feet. Right. Yeah. Right. In every direction. <laughs> in every direction. But uh, no, it's a, it's a pretty interesting way to end up in a sprint car. I mean, uh, definitely not the most common way that's for sure so yeah, kind of a roundabout track right oh that's very interesting so uh so you know you get the sprint card done um you figure out how to start it up and it yep. runs and yep. it works and then what you just show up and start racing i mean oh we went to hibbing practice yep and then we went with, to with an army of people if i remember right there was oh, no there was only that was the first race we had a whole bunch of people at our first race and they never showed up since yeah, pra- <laughs> pra- <laughs> pra- the time of their lives yeah they practice day was basically just the two of you wasn't it yeah one, my own one friend <laughs> your one friend that's yeah. the only one you've got besides pretty, pretty, pretty much yeah <laughs> uh, the rest of them are you got loads <laughs> yeah and then uh we went to bemidji practice later okay too. Yeah. we're the only sprint car there and went off the track and you were in the Bemidji Car Show, right? Yes. Yeah, because you yeah. were there, and you, yeah, they were promoting for us before we hardly even knew them. Nice. So yeah, they were representing sprint cars. Well, and you're you're from Big Fork. Yes. Which is like an hour from everywhere compared yep. to here. Yep. Hour from Bemidji. Hour uh, from International Falls. Hour, hour from, from Grand Rapids. Yep. Hour from here. Canada. Yep. <laughs> he's kind of centrally located to nothing yeah. <laughs> and everything at the same time and uh, so are you from big fork then yes okay yep. that's where you yep. grew, grew up, up that's there. where your family is yep and caitlin you're from chisholm chisholm oh you're a chisholm girl i'm a chisholm girl oh yep. boy that, that explains a lot <laughs> I was gonna say. yeah yeah no, that's why you're durable because you're tough yeah. <laughs> chisholm girls are tough so well, that's awesome, but uh, like I said, the amazing, amazing way to end up uh, end up sprint car racing. So you get through your first season. Uh, you wait, know, wait, 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 no. Huh? Who's your dad? Eric Anderson. Is it oh. like perfect performance, Eric? No, no not that. Not okay. that one. Um, I was like, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Really well. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. A lot of people get that mixed, confused. So, well, yeah, and perfect performance, Eric, is pretty popular. Yep. And I just, I just, I don't remember much. <laughs> well, okay, obviously, because <laughs> I was, I was just trying to pick. Uh, yeah, I can't even remember what the hell I was gonna say. Well, I mean, what, what, Chism, num- what Chism number is. car and what years about did he race, Kevin? Um, he was number twenty-five. He was a blue and yellow pure stock. I want to say that you guys actually pitted by us. I bet we when did. We were when I was racing mods, what year was it? 
Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I was nine, so 14 years ago, 2005, 2006. Oh, uh, we miles on. Uh, possible. I mean, mm-hmm. certainly possible. Yeah, I was, I was living down in the cities, racing a super stock then. Yeah, so... Uh, I was okay, surprised. Where, where do you guys, you guys currently live in? in yep. Lake Fork? Okay. Yep. So, sorry, I was I was just trying to put a, a map together. That, right. And, well, no, it's not happening. <laughs> well, <laughs> Pete Centeri used to own all of it. He's a Chisholm guy. Yeah. And Lou Ciani is a Chisholm guy. So yeah. I'm sure you guys all know. Oh, yeah. We, we work really closely with um, Tommy Ciani. Um, Ciani oh. oh, really? Okay. Yep. Okay. okay. Spend a lot of nights in his garage. Gotcha. So. Okay. Yeah. So you picked a good one here if you want to be a racist. <laughs> yeah. He does. He does have <laughs> drive all the time. <laughs> and many, among other things, I'm sure. <laughs> she's, she's used to the lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's no, that's awesome. So, uh, uh, your first season, um, how'd it go? Pretty good. Yeah. Really, I think we had uh, 14 starts and. You were, and did you not go? I mean, you were all over the state. Yeah, right? I was trying to trying to add that up the other day. I think we had hit nine tracks. So you were as far down as Jackson. Yep, we went to a track I've never been. We went to Jackson and Deer Creek were the farthest. Far okay. Ones. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Deer Creek and a sprint car would be a lot of fun. That'd be a ride. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Yeah. And and uh, I'm, I would completely agree. Pretty successful. I mean, for never having driven a race car, uh, yeah. period, and never having been a you know, there's some stuff to be learned by just watching and not having watched a lot of racing. No. I mean, log pedal, you learn a lot of, uh, I mean, pretty uh, pretty brave to get into a sprint car after watching log pedal. Yeah, this, <laughs> this year this year, I kind of got to experience it too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so so the first season, the first season ends and um, we get into winter and uh, a lot of changes to the car over the winter or? Um, I and up, I tore it down. We tore it down, and we spent like three days taking all the powder coat off. Yeah. To paint. Yeah. The and there's actually kind of a chronological Facebook post that kind of goes through all the work yeah. that you guys did. And uh, yeah, to put some green paint on it to actually make it last because I had rattle canned it green. Not knowing that green is a terrible. Yeah, I had, luck color, I had, apparently. I had, I, had <laughs> ne- I had never heard that until start of this year sometime. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, we, t- we we put some. <laughs> Turns ver- out there might very, be something to it. Very nice, very nice paint on it. And yeah, uh, it was shiny and and yeah. uh, had like a metal flake in it. Yep, yep. we we went to uh, Cedar Lake um, Easter weekend, okay. and I don't remember how we did, but it, I was happy with it. Well, I would say of all of the Northern Renegades of the startup teams, um, I mean, you were the first one out of the gate this year. I don't know that any of us had raced when you were had started racing this yep. year. Um, you you traveled more than all of us did last year. Well, like I mean, said, with, you're dedicated with, with the with the pulling every it'd be we had one year every weekend we were going to um, St. Cloud, um, Howard Blake, um, Perm, Mora, yep. all of them. I mean, they're not too far, but we never we had a gooseneck, so no no spot for a camper or anything. We just turn around, came back after. And so so not to back up, but the uh, the pulling thing. I mean. That's a three-hour drive one way, and a one-and-done thing. I yep. mean, like yep. you get one one chance. Like yep. hook up, go. If it goes good, great. If it doesn't, you're done anyway. Yep. So. If you yeah, you miss your air pressure, wrong gear, anything like that, it's tracks tore yep, out. Too too bad. Do you actually change the gears in the front and the back? Uh, no, 
gear. That was like one one of my yeah just okay. manual with gears because we had we could run second uh no third low range second high range or fourth uh fourth low range were all our kind of choice gears. But once you're, I mean you ain't shifting. No no exactly exactly that was one of the things that I was hoping to do if I went to down the sprint car you could get a you can get a quick change drop box like oh. transfer case oh so you can change your gears there no, of course. Of course, once I found out uh, more about this, that because uh, it's about two hundred bucks for a set of gears for those, and I found out right. fifty bucks for a set of gears for sprint cars or better, yeah, 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 cool or less, right? Yeah, that's what I mean. That's uh, that's uh, new gears even aren't two hundred bucks. No, yeah. so um, yeah. what are they? One hundred and twenty-five for a new set? No, I don't even think they're that. Spur gears. I don't remember. I bought a new set in Superior this year, and I don't remember what they were. But well, look at you, Mister Fancy Pants, with new gears. Yeah, <laughs> uh, just completely different ratio than what we uh, ever thought we'd have. So, um, you'd be like Troy and just never change the gears. And you well, run, just run the same gears everywhere well. you go. Yeah, I had six fifties in my car for two years. Yeah, that's same set. Just check the fuel once in a while. <laughs> so. But yeah, last year we had the car done and. We didn't have very few breakdowns, so it was just right. Let's go. Let's right. find somewhere they're racing. Let's go. So um, we get into this year, and uh, how many races in before uh, before you got your little break? One one complete one. We had we went to yeah Cedar Lake. Then we went to Bemidji. Got a heat race in. Got rained out. Got rained out the next day. Right. And then yeah, first first race in Rapids and. And Rapids is fast. I mean, faster than it's been. Um, yes. You yeah. know, the, and stickier. And, yes, it was. And uh, so, what? You know, let's so let's uh, let's talk about that night. What uh, what happened? We, we, you were, we you had were up it, we, on the wheel. Thought we had everything, yeah, set up. So we didn't. I don't do a whole lot. I think we left the right rear where it was at, which is you know set for Cedar Lake and pretty pretty close and pretty tight. And. Uh, making laps and it was really fast and uh i really wanted to catch josh he was <laughs> last year he was always yep. right in front of me yep. and uh yeah three and four come in really hot and uh i don't know if it biked up and i didn't know how to feel it or what but uh i lost ground on josh so i was like oh even harder i gotta to one or two. Yep. and uh yeah that wasn't the cho- correct choice apparently <laughs> And you and you went over. Yep, bike, biked up, and I don't know if I steered into it or what, but yeah, I went forward somersaults yep. a couple times, and yep. landed landed on my wheels, which is so I didn't actually see it. I was nice. uh, I was uh, long ways ahead. We, we, I think our heat race had just ended. I think you were the second. Okay, one. okay. And so I was actually just crawling up on the top, and I heard all the motors stop, and I got up and saw the red light, and said, "Oh, that can't be good." <laughs> and then yeah. I looked, and you're sitting in the corner, and the car was a mess, and uh, so I jumped back down and got on the four wheeler and and blasted out there. So I did see the video of it though, and it yeah. was uh, it was a good one. Yep, it was a good one. If you're gonna do it, I mean, you might as well put on a show. Yeah, and uh, you certainly did that uh, for everybody. Um, but you know, the car was. I mean, it did its job. Everything yep. did everything yeah, did its job, exactly. which is partially why uh, why you had what a broken collarbone. Yep, correct. Yep, yeah. broke collarbone. <laughs> so, um, which you know, that's your head and neck restraint doing its job. Exactly. So. But uh, um, so we get we get the car off the track, we get you off the track and whatever, and 
Um, did you know you had a broken bone at that point? I mean, um, I didn't think there was anything wrong till, uh, well, I got in the pickup with the uh, track guy, and uh, I I don't know what I said to him, but I heard him tell somebody he was always, oh, uh, I think he has a concussion or something. And I, <laughs> Kalen told me that <laughs> later. Oh, that's later, how he is normally. <laughs> later, and I was like, well, that's probably because I had, I don't think I'd eaten like anything all day. Right. But uh, when I pulled my fire suit off, it man that shoulder really hurt yeah so i kind of i knew something was wrong and that and, and i don't know they i decided to go go in the ambulance thinking back i probably wouldn't have but it, it was pretty painful right right so um you know again from our perspective um car's wrecked so we're you get, oh that was another good one you uh Kalen says Kalen says okay they're gonna put it on the trailer you guys were coming with the with it on the wrecker and uh, I think the EMT guys, they says, have a seat on the trailer. And I don't know if they were just paying attention to me or what, but I'm like, no, they're going to put the car on the trailer. I went and sat on the four-wheeler instead. And, of course, I think the one guy was more worried about uh, that the track guy called 911 instead of them. Yeah. He, he didn't even know they were there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, and that guy wasn't that. He didn't stick around much after that. He, after that night, he had uh, tried to convince him that all the officials needed body cameras and um, that we were going to get somebody killed and all this stuff. And uh, and everybody was very concerned. It was just a it was just a mess. But uh, turned out that uh, yeah, he didn't he didn't really know how it all worked. So um, so he he moved on. But um, yeah, so we we got the car spatula onto the trailer and. Uh, Tyler's getting the ambulance, and uh, how are, how's things from your perspective at this point, Kaylin? Um, it was, I was just trying to keep myself busy. Yeah. Trying to, you know, I'm like, okay, I need to get the car on the trailer. I didn't know the ambulance was coming, so I was fully expecting to pack him into the truck and leave right. and go to the ER because that's just how I thought it was going to go. So I uh, was just trying to stay busy, and then I think Hillary came up to me and said, are you okay? And then I realized, I don't know if I am okay. <laughs> so, her, her mom's a nurse, so nothing's nothing's ever serious. Right. Just take care of it. <laughs> Walk it off. And yep. Fine. So I, I know that feeling. I grew up with a mom going to nursing school, so I went to you were school the by test, default. You were the test. Yep. <laughs> uh, so so uh, the ambulance comes, and you guys take off. And... Um, so what we had talked about, um, now I'm gonna give you this from my perspective. So, so they uh, uh, they take off, um, and and the dog, Cujo, uh, I don't know. What the, <laughs> 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 they have a they have a really nice black lab, right? Black lab. Yep. Okay. Um, Friendly dog. Uh, yeah, it, it can be. Um, so. She said, I said, well, I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll bring the car to my place because I probably live closest to the racetrack. And I said, and we'll just drop the car there and then I'll bring you your truck. Um, no problem. Perfect. And as, you know, as the doors are closing, she's like, oh, the dog's in there, but don't worry, he's nice. It's fine. Right? Is that, did I sum that up? Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, no, he, he'll be good. <laughs> All right, yeah, no big deal. So, and that's where so you come off the wagon. Yeah, so we, uh, you know, we, we get everything back organized, and of course, everybody wants to know what's going on and whatever. So, um, but we get, I don't, I don't, it must have been between the heat and the feature. Um, like I guess I don't remember the order, but uh, basically, I said, well, we got time, let's do this, you know, go run the car out and bring the, bring them their truck. And 
So I go over and the windows blow half open on the, the driver's side rear. Um, and this is this is a big you know one ton pickup truck. You know, right. so I got lots of room in there. And as I go walking up past the door, um, he don't seem like he thinks it's a great idea that I'm anywhere near this pickup truck. And uh, Doug starts growling. So oh, don't worry, buddy. It's okay. You know, it'd be all right. And I reached in there, you know, kind of trying to let him sniff my hand. And he didn't want nothing to do with sniffing. I mean, he went, <laughs> it was like, like he was, he was protecting the truck. And uh, so, okay, well, that's, you know, then I, I, I know when I'm been bested, you know, so, uh, so pretty soon um, there's a pretty large group of Northern Renegade, you know, big tough guys all standing around, you know, I said, oh, I got it. I got dog treats in the, uh, in the camper. So I run back to our camper and I get this, you know, whole box of dog treats and I bring them back. And, uh, you know, I'm holding on to the very end of it, right? And I reach through it to the window or whatever, and he's, rrr, rrr, you know, and, I, you know, and he takes the dog treat and he growls the whole time he's eating it. He's, he kept showing me his teeth the whole time he's chewing. I'm like, I'm eating this treat. I don't like it, but I'm going to eat it, right? So, so, uh, yeah, after, you know, I, I probably, I figured he'd have it. He'd just get full and wear himself out, but he, he didn't. So, um, so I have a box of dog treats later. Uh, we're still not really any closer to getting in the truck, you know. Well, Dave Brayford comes over and he says, listen, he just, you know, he's doing his job. It's, you know, he's supposed to be protecting the truck. He said, but you just got to show him, you know, who the boss is. That's, that's what I said. Truck's right there, pal. <laughs> that ain't happening for this guy. I said, you just go on over there and you show me how it's done, you know. And so he walked up, and of course the dog, you know, head out the window growling and everything. Oh, don't worry, bud. It's okay. He said, you just watch. I'm going to open the door. It'll be, everything will be fine. And he opened that front door, right? And that dog whipped around between them seats and come, you know, ears pinned back, teeth up, snarling. He slammed the door, <laughs> turned around, he said, ain't nobody getting in that truck. <laughs> I said, see? So, uh, so we ended up, uh, I think Hillary ended up going and get Kaylin and bringing her back. And uh, we're all still kind of standing around the truck, and uh, the dog's still growling at everybody. You know, as soon as she shows up, um, you know, he he seems quite a bit more content. But uh, you know, I got my kids that are standing right there, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, what are you talking about? He's good." And he, she opens the door, and the dog comes right out the door, right. And I like step in front of my kids, like, okay, here we go, you know. <laughs> and he comes over and he starts licking my leg and rubbing on you. Like, oh, dude, you gave me all them treats. I remember you. you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and he's licking the kids and everything. This, this is not. A, I don't know where that other dog went, but this ain't the same dog. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably freaked him out. Had us disappearing and ten people trying to get in the pickup. Oh yeah, no, he, uh, but no, he did a good job. He's that a good was, boy. There, I'm telling you, that truck would still be sitting there today. I mean, he had enough <laughs> treats in him. He would have lasted probably. But, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he, uh, he was not letting anybody near that uh, pickup truck. So uh, he did his job. He's a good boy. Yeah, I think Kalen was more worried about that than me once when she found out. Once she found out, you were just being a sally. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a broken collarbone. Jeez. Can't suck it up, Bush. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, so uh, so the car um, the car took it pretty well, but but of course the frame was tweaked. Yeah, my, well my first first thought in there was I could see the top of my shocks. I said, oh no, it tore the shock towers off. Frame frame need, frame needs a bunch of work. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't, but that didn't that wasn't the problem. But the frame definitely needed work. Right, right. So uh, um, so you were out for was it 
two months is that yep, what you said two earlier? months okay yep, exactly two months so for two months you uh you got to sit on the sidelines and yeah and rebuild yep so where did the new car come from um so yeah that happened on thursday friday um i laid in bed kayla went to work um left work a little bit early and uh did we come and get the car that day I think we came and got the car Friday yeah. afternoon. Like, no, was we came and got the trailer. Yeah. No, came and got the trailer yep. maybe. Probably could be. Yeah. Yep. And uh, on the way home, I said, oh, we should go to uh, Nebraska because my dad bought, bought a tractor there. Remember our third date? Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> That's what that was? Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, like, well, I, I can't go to work. I think I was supposed to go to work that day or something. I don't know. And uh, so I called the guy and said, yep, we're going to be there tomorrow. And uh, hooked up the trailer, I think, that night. And uh, Caitlin drove the whole way there. And we, I called, like, three different guys to try and get a frame on the way back. And we ended up picking one up from the same guy I, I got my uh, engine from. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. On the way back, um, Olivia. No, not Olivia. Yeah, Olivia. So. Grand, um, Redwood Falls, somewhere. So, in I mean, you clearly spent a lot of time thinking if this was really what you wanted to do or not. No. No. <laughs> Just the, <laughs> Which is also great. Hey, uh, so you got an old IMCA car is what he's got. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that was my my wonder um, was one if you were gonna want to get back in. Well, uh, and yeah. Two was if she was gonna let you get back in. <laughs> yeah, I, I, right away I definitely wanted to. Um, later on, went during that two months, I kind of I did lose some. I don't know drive, drive to yeah because mm-hmm. it was I didn't do much on it for a while mm-hmm. and then uh, yeah when it got closer it kind of crashed on well yeah we showed back up at the track and it wasn't, wasn't completely perfectly done. ready to go but we got her there yeah <laughs> luckily we had a two hour rain delay yeah no that was helpful <laughs> well, see, God will provide it's the way it works so so yeah so now you're back in the saddle again how would yeah. the rest of the season go um we had we had a lot of a lot of breakdowns a lot of problems Yep. Um, what do we have right away? We had some oil leaks. Yep. Um, took a while to get that figured out. A couple engine issues from uh, yep. basically from the crash though. Yep. Some residual stuff mm-hmm. that yep. that had that, to be that uh, cam spud broke, so we pulled the engine, yep. brought it to uh, Buell, and he Eric fixed it for us. The Eric Anderson, that's not her dad. Yes, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Would have got a lot better deal otherwise. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, what else did we have? The power steering pump. Power steering pump. There's another one too. Um, I can't yeah. even keep track anymore. The, I don't, the, I don't the, the fuel cell was leaking oh, when yeah. we went out to Grand Forks. Yep, we didn't get to race in Grand Forks with a leaking fuel cell. Luckily, um, Paul, uh, John Schultz was able to bring us one. Right, mm-hmm. that was awesome. Right, right. But I mean, that everybody takes care of everybody. That's part of the part of the good thing of the Blue Northern Renegades. But, um. So, I mean, you still enjoying it? No, oh, for sure. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> what I thought the instant answer was, was no. Yeah, no, no, I, I'm definitely, definitely. Uh, honestly, uh, you know, these two, we don't, uh, so busy during the night that uh, don't get a lot of chance to pay a lot of attention to everybody right. um, other than right when we get out of the cars or whatever. Um, but uh, I don't. From my perspective, anyway, I don't think there's two more people that are having. You know, we're all enjoying ourselves, but this is our this is what we've done forever. 
mean, a lot of us have been around racing forever. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of neat to see you guys, you know, learn and and experience that and gain yep. friends and, um, you know, really become one of the, the staples. Like, it's when you weren't there, it was weird. Oh, you know what okay. I mean? Like, yep. it, and it might not. And I know that, you know, we got through towards the end of the season. And one of my one of my concerns was that uh, I hadn't paid and I didn't know if anybody was paying a lot of attention to helping you guys and and uh, making sure that that you were learning and that you were still having fun and whatever. Um, so that was why you know the Cedar Lake thing. Yeah, was, that was, was important. And of course, that that day I didn't have a near enough time to give you all the help that I wanted to either. But uh, um, you know, I think uh, just the natural progression and having you guys around um, and your dedication to each other and to the racing. Um, you know, just from my perspective, it looks like you're, you're actually enjoying yourselves, Definitely, oh, yeah. which is, which is great. I mean, she's definitely the, she's the only prepared one when we roll up to the line. Cause she's got her, she's got her own race receiver. Yeah. So she knows what they're telling us. The rest of us are, are in there, you know, looking like we're trying to fly. Oh right? trying yeah. To, trying to get a pay. Cause the rest of our guys are all sitting on the four wheelers, like BSing with each other. Right? <laughs> yep. They're screaming at yep. us on the radio, like get on the racetrack and nobody can see us flailing around in there, but she knows. So she kind of, yeah, that was, I don't know why i thought him but right away i thought yeah she needs one so we got we ordered two right away well and she's i see her listening during the event too not just not just you know when we're up like yeah she knows what's going on all night long well it's fun to listen to sometimes fun to listen drivers get yelled at (laughs) (laughs) that's why i'm not allowed to be a receiver guy (laughs) (laughs) seems like uh every midwest modified it's like all right we, we're, we're after the Midwest modifieds. Okay, don't get in your car for another twenty minutes. <laughs> right, it's, uh, there's going to be some cautions. <laughs> it's funny though. The first time that we went to Ashland um, with the UMSS, um, which Ashland looks like it'll be on the schedule this year for us as well. Hopefully, right. fingers crossed. Um, but uh, they, it was it, the track was actually pretty dry that night, you know, and uh, um, the, we had the supers. Uh, yeah, the super stock feature was before ours, and they had a lot of cars, and um, you know, UMSS like the when the class before you is lining up, they want you getting in your cars, and when they roll in the speedway, they want you lined up, you know, because they don't, you know, they don't mess around. They, you know, we don't wait for people; we gotta go. Um, so everybody was lined up, you know, as the supers rolled out, all the sprint cars rolled by our pit and got, and I just, I just kind of smiled, you know, and. You know, my guys are like, hey, you got to get in the car. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll get there. I'll get there. You know, just give me a minute here, you know. And, uh, you know, 20 minutes later, they're freaking out now. Like, you have to get in the car. I said, when those cars on that racetrack complete one lap, <laughs> with just one lap, I will get into this race car. But until then, I am not getting in the race car. And those poor guys in them sprint cars sat in there for it was a really long time <laughs> and i finally they finally got a lap in and uh and so i got in got in the car and i sat there without my helmet on for the next uh you know four or five cautions but uh we went on the track and um you know you know moisture helps but uh we still put on a decent show green white checkered um and then i was loaded paid and w- i was pulling out of the gate and the b mods were like lap four 
they were the class after us. So yeah. it just one, you know, you know, and, and nothing against the Beam Mother of the Supers. It's just one of those nights, you know. But Correct. unfortunately, we can't lean on each other. Or fortunately, we can't lean on each other. We can't use another guy for. Uh, well, you can. So. It just becomes really spectacular. Hey, and which brings up the uh, the new the new thought. We talked about it last night at the meeting a little bit. Um, and I, not to interrupt your interview here, but it just it cued me up. So, you know, obviously we don't do track points uh, right. or, or any kind of points we're not going to do because uh, we don't want people making silly decisions to try and, you know, or, and, and also, and we hit on this a little bit earlier, I don't want anybody uh, being conservative, like, you know, because you're trying to just protect your points. Like, no, right. you got the chance to win, you know, get up on the wheel and win. Um, it's a racing series, not a see who can do what best. Exactly. Exactly. You know, to win is what there is to get. So, um, but in that light, and partially because of Tyler's crash, um, the new idea, and I don't know if we're going to officially do this or not. I'm sure would love some feedback, but um, what if we had a, uh, a entertainer of the year instead of, you know, or you could say hard charger or whatever. But so my, my we're in the entertainment business, bottom line. Right. Right. That's how all this works. Um, so the thought was that after each night of racing, the fans could go, and this is where you would come in and say the fans could go to whatever, um, our <laughs> Facebook page or something, some way that we could track it, right? But and vote, vote for who the most entertaining race car was that night. I mean, who put on, you know, the Maybe. night Tyler broke his collarbone. I mean, he, we couldn't have put on a better show. You know, that's uh, that was the most entertaining thing that happened at that racetrack all night. I mean, it got talked about for a couple weeks, so. Which is part of the allure to the sprint cars because, you know, th- that stuff happens. And they get spectacular. Right, right. And so, uh, so my, and coincidentally, my new answer to, well, what if they, well, you know, maybe you probably ain't right for a sprint car then. You right. know what I mean? So it's just not for everybody. Although, you know, my wife and Troy's wife weren't afraid to get in. I'm sure Kaylin wouldn't be afraid to get in one. But um, the, uh, the entertainer <laughs> of the year thing would be a, a uh, you know, vote after the races um for your and then we would keep track of the points and and that would be you know more of a bragging right than anything but you know we'll come with a trophy and and all the stuff that a points deal would but you know so the it wouldn't necessarily be you're trying to like you're just trying to be entertaining you know i mean you're trying to pass cars do something spectacular you know just one more little reason to uh to push the envelope and captain Krispy uh, cream yeah yeah josh josh and his donuts would be uh would be up there, I'm sure, for entertainment value. <laughs> Everybody always knows. No, we're not. Them. We're not saying you got to go out and flip and break a collarbone every week. But, no. <laughs> but it couldn't hurt your pointer point standing for uh, entertainment of the year. So, but uh, no, I know it's, it sounds kind of funny to 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 say that, you know. But I mean, bottom line, and that's what a lot of these, uh, a lot of racing is missing nowadays, is that it's got to be entertaining. I mean, right. we are we are entertainers, and. Right. Uh, uh, the more entertained the fans are, the more they're going to come support us and show up and whatever. And maybe we give them a voice to, you know, to reflect that. So, so you know. What can we do with a Facebook poll? All nine of you renegade on dirt fans, feel free to comment and uh, tell us what you think of that idea. So That's pretty easy. We could do that with a Facebook poll. Because on the page, you just set it up as a poll, and they just click on the driver they think. Oh. You got to make it so nobody can add, add, uh, yeah, people though yeah yeah they sometimes them get, they get crazy yeah. <laughs> yeah otherwise i'd be named pole <laughs> so so anyway <laughs> I, i'm not wasting the time of our guests here but um so um 
I don't know. Camlin what? looks like she's having fun no matter what. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, she can take you know three days in a truck with Tyler. So yeah. <laughs> she's and she does his laundry. Come on, right? right. Well, that I, I think that's being presumptuous of you, yeah. to be honest. Well, all right. so, sorry. <laughs> she's sorry, a chisel girl. He does her laundry. <laughs> so well, he is the one that stays home now. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the gloves come off. <laughs> hey, this was a role reversal in my house as well, and uh, my wife is now the breadwinner, and uh, it does it does change things a little bit. Um, Why are you laid off too? No, no, but she just makes more money than me, and that's the, that was uh, historically the other way around, and uh, and she's uh, yeah moved up in the world and and doing pretty well. So, uh, but we decided the new rule in our house is uh, no more race cars until there's a hot tub. So. That's the current rule. We brought that about that uh, Hornet, you know, the Northern Renegade Hornet came to my house, and I maybe wasn't quite as uh, forthcoming. Know, yes, with her <laughs> about what I was doing when I left that afternoon with our ten-year-old son to go pick up a Hornet. So when we backed in the driveway, it occurred to me um, at the moment, um, about the moment she probably saw the car that. Uh, you know, I never actually talked to Hillary about this. And even though, you know, the series is actually doing this, um, you know, I could, I could see how you could misconstrue why the car is backing in the driveway with, a, with a, you know, my son's not going to be old enough to drive it next year. You know, I just want him to be a part of it. But, but yeah, um, she is actually on the deck, you know, grilling when I back in the driveway. And uh, um, Peyton's looking, oh, I'm looking in the mirror, you know. Peyton looks over and he goes, uh-oh. <laughs> I, said, I said, what's up, bud? And Because I didn't realize, you know, she's standing right on the deck watching us. And he goes, mom looks mad. <laughs> I said, she, and I looked over and I said, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. She, she, uh, she don't just, don't, don't say nothing, okay? I'll, I'll let, let old dad take care of this. <laughs> this, this, this probably, you probably want to just be quiet. And uh, so as I walk up, you know, I just, just, I didn't bother, you know, getting it right in front of the garage because I was getting laser beamed. So I, uh, I walk up, walk up on the deck, trying really hard not to smile, you know, because, because it is kind of funny. Um, and, but that's, you know, that's the death, death certificate right there. So I walk up on the deck as serious as I possibly can. And I said, hi, honey. <laughs> and, she, and she looks like beyond me, right? <laughs> Still staring at the car and says, so do you think, uh, do you think it's appropriate to, uh, to buy a car without, uh, without talking to your wife for our 10-year-old son who's not going to be old enough to, no, no, I'll listen, babe, Let's just, now this ain't what it seemed, you know? <laughs> and so, so I told her what we were doing and, and, uh, she, she calmed down, you know, I mean, she wasn't, she doesn't ever get really like yells I, I don't need to be yelled at I, i'm pretty perceptive when it comes to that but uh so uh but she was still a little quiet you know and so we're sitting down eating dinner and uh just out of the blue she she slams her hand on the table and says new rule oh yeah here we go <laughs> no more race cars until there's a hot tub and uh said yeah no problem babe that's yeah we'll do that we'll, we'll get a hot tub next you know and of yeah. course, Peyton, I've, I've been to your place. Yeah. Where in the H-E double hockey sticks are you going to put a hot tub? In the skate park? We got a big deck now. Oh, well, I know that, but are you going to yeah. put it in the skate park? Yeah. Yeah, that basically, the skate park really doesn't get, <laughs> as we illustrated with Jory, it doesn't really get a lot of use. So until Jory comes over and shows me how to thrash, I will, I guess we'll be in the hot tub, right? So, which we don't have yet, but um, anyway, she uh, she said that's that's the new rule. 
And so, you know, as a almost 40 year old man who's been married for, for, uh, what? most of it, 12, 12 years, <laughs> um, I know that that you just accept it for what it is. Right. And, and you move towards that goal. Um, my son who's 10, um, he requires a little more explanation, right? He's like, well, you know, mom, I mean, like what kind of race car are you talking about? Like, who, like, <laughs> this is not where we ask for clarification at this point. At this point, we just go with, with the blanket rule, and we'll we'll work out the details later, bud. So just uh, yeah, so just eat your dinner. <laughs> so so anyway, so trying to get you in trouble, right? Well, so I'm I'm just trying to give Tyler a little clue of what he might be okay. in for now. Perfect. So <laughs> now I've got ideas. Oh. Oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no more sprint cars till there's a hot tub. <laughs> so. Or a dishwasher. Oh, we have one. Just have to. We just have it. to put it in. Wow, you better be real careful. Well, where you're going Kaylin, are you sitting next to your dishwasher? <laughs> there you go. I wish. <laughs> uh, yeah. will be after the night. That's right. That's right. Yes, see, changing lives. Northern Renegades on their podcast. Changing lives. One, one poor miserable guy at a time. <laughs> so. So what's uh what do you what else do you guys do? I mean, <laughs> what uh, you know, obviously we go to hockey games. <laughs> oh, once. Occasionally, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. On, on the way to get sprint car parts. Uh, yeah. yeah. O- only if it's con- only if it's convenient. Right. <laughs> He's the kind of guy that he can't do anything fun unless there's something productive that he can do with it. Ah, yeah. So you know, we go down to the cities to have fun, but something needs to be done while we're down yeah. there. So. Yeah, you uh, you should bring uh, bring the pulling truck down with you. You can work on it in the parking lot of the hotel. Mm-hmm. An oil change is productive. Yep. Yeah. The rest of the weekend can be all about fun. Just stop somewhere and get an oil change. <laughs> there you go. That's not productive. <laughs> well, you know the monster trucks are coming here in a couple of weeks. Not here, but to, well, to the city. Damn, where am I going to put them? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. No. No. They won't. Uh, they won't fit on the helipad or or in. Uh, uh, yeah, they're not going to fit in my skate park. Lake either. Randy came out back. Yeah. No, um, we're trying to get Kaylin into uh, snowmobiling. Really? Yeah. She looks like she's smarter than to be out in that much cold. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not the cold that bugs me. I love cold. I love cold weather. I'm a winter person, but uh, it's the rolling and doing, you know, the they go big on the snowmobile. We, we like, like to get off the trail and. Sometimes it's too much work. We being you. Not yeah. too much work. It's just I don't have as much um, patience. That and I don't I don't know how to say this. Guts to go and do some of the crazy stuff they do. You, you don't have to. You get yourself a trail sled and just follow along and run the video camera. That's get, that's my plan. <laughs> get, getting stuck every 10 feet isn't her idea of fun. No. 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 Well, not my idea of fun either. What the so, hell are you doing, Doug? So I'm going to break this down for you. So so what happens is not that she doesn't have the guts. That's that's not the issue. The issue is that she has the foresight. Um, she, she she sees the end result before before it has to live it out, right? Like like Tyler's the, like, drive it in the ditch and see what happens. Kaylin's <laughs> like the, I already know that I've seen this before. I, I know where this road ends. <laughs> She's seen minorities. Somebody should still be able to, like, get to the truck when this is over. So She's seen re- Minority Report, and she's one of the precogs. Yeah, so. <laughs> but that's, uh, yeah, no, that. I mean, that's how a relationship works, though, right? I mean, the yin, the yin and the yang. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so the, the Caitlin and the Tyler. I'm not sure which one is which in this case. <laughs> it depends on the situation. <laughs> so, yeah, so for this winter, we have a few short rides planned, and okay. ho- hopefully we can get out west, too. What? Uh, what I, the, I will, anyway. I don't know about Caitlin. <laughs> She'll be busy working, Tyler. Probably, yes. <laughs> yeah, because we know Tyler's not. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you, you do a firewood thing, too, right? Yep, yeah. yep. Uh, we have a, my dad and I own a firewood processor, and... Technically, just today, we bought um, the start to a pellet mill to make wood pellets. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Because so those are quite popular. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of wood stoves around. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, wood boilers. Uh, what, uh, if somebody wanted to buy some firewood, how would they get a hold of you? Um, phone, Facebook. <laughs> I, I can put my... <laughs> I <laughs> We got to... Well, we'll What's have to the put them through name the, of the business. We'll, we'll have to put them through the marketing program. <laughs> uh, does, do it's so have, humble. Don't don't have much on on uh, for a marketing name or anything. Just look me up on Facebook or uh, Tyler Wass. Tyler Wass Motorsports. What's the What's your racing Facebook? Wass Racing Thirty Six. Wass Racing. W A S S Racing Thirty Six. Kalen runs that. <laughs> it, it does have that. That's the reason it works. It does have that pound sign number symbol in front of the thirty six. Yeah, what we used to call the the, the symbol formerly known as yeah the number <laughs> yeah the symbol formerly <laughs> known as Prince. Right, <laughs> right. That was a different. That was a different thing. Oh, sorry. You um, did uh, start a website last night, didn't you? Yeah, it needs a lot of work before I put it out for everybody. It's not published. But we'll publish it on the racing page once yes. we do have it. Yes. So. Caitlin will publish it on the racing page yeah. when. So. Yeah, she's the more tech savvy of the two. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> I, have more, I have a little bit more time. He seems to be running and. More patient. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and it's not more patience. He's just easily distracted. Well, probably. probably. Yeah. <laughs> There's something more productive he can be doing somewhere. That's what that, I've found. That's what he tells you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the last thing I wanted to hit on was how the season ended, right? At, so at Cedar Lake, you come to yep. the drive and drive, and yep. Troy, Troy worked on your car a lot. Yeah, you stayed in the car, and Troy made some changes, and of course, unfortunately, the track had rubbered down kind of by that point. Yep. Um, but what I mean, take me through that day. Yeah, that, we well we showed up there, and uh, we were kind of on the fence about going, but you said you were going to be there, and and Troy, and we kind of work on on setup and things that because i we did not touch the uh torsion bar we didn't put any turns in all year didn't mm-hmm. change shocks all we changed was gears and uh <coughs> tire spacing yeah yeah um so that was one of the things i wanted to work on and um showed up there and you were busy with with your car and <laughs> troy had troy had just gotten done mm-hmm. or figured he had he had learned enough or <laughs> Maybe he just wanted to help me really bad. I don't know. Right. But uh yeah, he parked it and gave us a hand and you gave us some pointers too. We um put some turns in I don't know, I think just the left front. Mm-hmm. Um changed with looked at front tire spacing. Um Yeah, got the car the car looked good. Yeah. Um but yeah, it still definitely was slow and I think what helped the most was you just you got on the receiver and kind of said you need to you need to drive it a lot harder because <laughs> yep. um after i crashed i didn't we didn't i didn't spin once all year yep that was so, how slow i was driving it yep um <laughs> well, and, you gotta sneak back up on it i mean that's a, yeah that was a that was a big life event so 
But uh, no, um, yeah, I was uh, actually Peyton that got in my car, and we were just gonna push him around. Um, and you were there was the last you were the last car that was gonna be allowed on the track aside from Peyton, which we, we weren't he was gonna drive. Um, but yeah, so uh, I knew you were running out of laps, and and I actually had the radio on because I was gonna talk to Peyton when he was in the car. He had the race yep. in. And I walked up to the track and I watched a lap and said, "Yeah, no, it's time. You gotta, you gotta go. So this ain't gonna get it if you're, if you're not gonna drive it harder than that." And I had down one straightaway. And I said, "You gotta drive it in harder than that, or something." And I think I only heard about every other word of the whole thing. But <laughs> and, and apparently, you know, I'm not gonna say that it was enough, but somehow you were inspired and yeah. you drove the thing. You know, like a hero into the corner, and I and I drove good. Yep. And come off like a rocket ship down the back stretch, and drove it in the next corner, and I come off good. And then you drove it in even harder than that the next lap, and you got out of the rubber and kind of up up by the wall, yep. but you gathered it back yep. up. Scared me a little. And yeah, and but then you drove it back incorrectly, and yep. you didn't go back to square one, and um, had you know, that was kind of the last official. I mean, everybody, I think. Um, that I, I mean, I can't say I paid attention to everybody. I hopefully I did, but everybody got something that I know of out of the end of the season, some kind of an inspiration for the following year. And that was the concern with Tyler was just seemed to be stuck. And then of course some breakdowns and whatever. And, yep. and, uh, you know, it's so important to not leave anybody behind for, you know, it's one thing if, you know, if your life changes or whatever, but I mean, just because yeah. you're you know, a couple things are missing or whatever. We yep. don't want anybody I, to struggle. I feel like I kind of had that figured out end of last year, and I don't know, must have might have missed something start of the year. And I don't know, did okay at Cedar Lake right mm-hmm. away, but yeah, after well, the crash what? changes everything. Yeah, I mean, it it's, it changes you mentally. It and you'll get shell shocked. Well, and my honest opinion is, and of course you didn't, you don't have an extensive racing background, but um, you know you see these these young kids come out and they're setting the world on fire and they're doing whatever and i have they haven't crashed yet right well and i it's not that i don't have respect for them but in my opinion you ain't a real race car driver till you go through what tyler went through you gotta you you not only have to crash it has to scare you and once you've seen the other side and you've been scared and you realize you know what can happen and i mean you know, still statistically, you're you know we're probably safer in that race car than you were driving here today, yep, exactly. especially in a Dodge. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was just to get the reaction I got out of you. So, <laughs> so anyway. Um, well, and uh, even when he got with his injury, I we kind of figured out that that was he you know we've seen guys crash harder than that and walk away fine Mm -hmm. and we kind of figured out that we were wearing or i had set up the um hans device yeah we had got a simpson hybrid earlier that year Mm -hmm. just for just this year because figured it'd be easier to get in the car with it on and Mm -hmm. stuff and it was a little more expensive so we figured maybe it was a little bit better and i don't know if that works that way or not i had a Mm -hmm. very budget one to start with yep and uh yeah. There's no Continue. instructions on where you need to wear that. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, you. I've watched, I've watched three or four YouTube videos of people just showing you how to put it on, but 
I had it set up too high on his shoulders. Okay. It was just a little too tight. So I think that if we would have had it, we loosened it back off after that. And I feel like if we would have had it a little bit looser and sitting back on his, you know, the back of his shoulders a little bit more, it wouldn't have put so much force on his collarbone. Right. And you are a nurse now. Mm-hmm. Right. Like a real, the real deal. Yeah. So, so this board, is where board certified. Board certified. <laughs> right. So this isn't just some random girlfriend. This is the real deal, saying it. So, so I mean, I know, I know. Girlfriend's I, next episode. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, that car. was a poor choice of words. Yeah. <laughs> Sprint so, car wives. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, no. The uh, what the point I was trying to make that I inappropriately got to was, uh, uh, you know, if you're if you're listening and you are know somebody that is, you know. That, that deals with this the safety stuff i've contended for a long time i mean you bought some of the nicest equipment that you can buy in some of those late models and whatever and of course you know you never want to skip on safety we all know that but you know when you're telling me you buy this set of uh of nice seat belts and that race car comes with tabs that are are, are welded into the car with a half inch hole and then you buy your seat belts that are you know they got a lot of girth to them um, but it doesn't accept a half inch pull. You know, it's a, it's a seven sixteenths pull. Right. And so, okay. You know, every, well, th- this is what happens, right? I mean, you just bought a, a $25,000 roller and the holes are half inch holes for a half inch bolt. Um, and then you buy your seatbelts and they're seven sixteenths. So which way do you go? Right. So what we always did was we would drill out the, seatbelt tab you know the, on the belt itself because you got lots of girth there um and use a half inch bolt because you want a bigger bolt holding you in but you know my this is just my my flawed opinion but i think that they do that on purpose so that you alter it so that if something happens and it you know what i mean like maybe this might this might be the black helicopter conspiracy theory thing but you know our our lawyer advised us like this yeah, so you can't tell people that they have to wear um, a head and neck restraint. You can't say it. You have to wear a Hans device. You have to wear a, a hybrid, or you can. All we can say is that we highly recommend, because if you get hurt like you did with one on, yep. And I told you you had to wear it. Now I'm liable at some level. You know what I mean? Yep. So I mean all of this stuff, which is BS, because the bottom line is when you get that thing. She shouldn't have to watch a YouTube video to figure out how it works, mm-hmm. right? Right. That's yeah. ridiculous. So same with, you know, same with I wear a Hans device or whatever. And, you know, the sizing charts are hard to understand. The, you know, this is, uh, you know, these are real world race car problems that, you know, we're not pros. None of us are. Right. Um, and, you know, nobody's explaining all this stuff. I mean, you're doing all the right stuff and, you know, you still still get hurt mm-hmm. because, you know, you watched the wrong video. I mean, that's, that's on it's ridiculous mm-hmm. so so not that our nine you know listeners will be able to help well <laughs> four because five because four of them are in this room but i mean honestly you know like if you're if you're a representative from a safety company reach out to us we'd love to have a chat and see <laughs> you know what yeah, tell us how these dang things work yeah yeah no that's that's silly so so anyway a little offshoot there on the side, <laughs> but, but uh and the Kaylee tangent. But so now Tyler's got his nerve back. Oh, so oh, he's back on the hammer. I hope I can keep it through the winter. <laughs> you will. Oh, don't go yeah. crashing no snowmobiles. You'll be all right. <laughs> and uh, 
And now we, you know, she knows to keep the right rear out on the car. Mm -hmm. So we won't have the same issue again as we did. And uh, what's, you know, what's 2020 looking like for Wasp Racing? Well, I think we're going to, we're not not set on this for sure, but I think we're going to go back to the green frame and black body. Okay. We can can make the black stay on the fiberglass a lot easier. Right. The the green was not looking good towards the end of the year. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's tough. That's uh, it's tough to keep them painted correctly. <laughs> um, yeah, hopefully get the engine gone through. We'll see what the money looks like. I have to actually get it out of the car first. But, yeah, uh, no, welcome to my world. My, my car is still <laughs> sitting like yeah, unwashed from from the rat and drag, but mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be washed. Mine has the tires and wheels off, so I can walk around it's it like easier. A sin. <laughs> so, so. Some changes, some color changes, and uh, put her back together. And yep, may, hope maybe get some better shocks, um, more spare parts, so I can Which run, it, run into walls better. I, you know, he's not an official sponsor yet, but uh, P1 Performance, Mark Chevalier, yep. um, actually reached out to me. Um, he's doing he he's been doing wing shocks for his son Carter, and um, I I think he might be doing for a couple other teams, but. Um, he reached out to me and said, you know, I want, I want to get you on my shocks. And of course I've heard this story before, um, get a lot of offers from, uh, other, other, you know, really good teams that want to help me with shocks, which is, you know, really, very nice of them. But we're always talking 1200 to $1,800 and that's entry. Yeah. Um, and I said, that's ridiculous. I got, you know, $50 a piece pro shocks and I'm running right with them guys. You know what I mean? A lot of our guys are. So, uh, so you tell me, it's all it makes all the difference in the world. Well, I don't own the racetrack, apparently, right? So, but I do know that, you know, I'm going to have to do something. My shocks are not going to last forever. Um, I've been fortunate to not lose any through the two rollovers I've had. And buy a new set of pros, maybe? Well, that would be the, the what I would probably do, right? Well, you're talking, uh, you know, $150 for a new a new pro shock, you know. Yeah. Or you take your chances with the used one for 50 bucks or whatever, you know. Um, so, the, but that's what I've been kind of thinking of. So he called me and said, um, you know, I want to do this. Um, you know, I'd like to, and I'll, you, you buy the shocks, but I'll, you know, we'll revalve them and whatever we got to do to get them. So you like them and I'll do all that for, for, uh, for nothing because I want to, I want to offer a wingless shock, you know, um, but I have no idea where to start. And, uh, he's a really, really nice guy. Um, and I'm flattered to be asked. Um, right. but I said, Part of the deal, Mark, is that I, you know, I, this is how I sell, you know, part of our program is that you don't need that, you know, fancy yep. stuff. And um, we talked for a long time, but uh, he he said there these aren't these aren't fancy expensive shocks. These are regular working guy shocks. They're just you know twin tube oil shocks, and that's what I like anyway. I'm not a I don't like gas shocks. I'm not a you know, they get a lot better feel with the with the <coughs> twin tube, in my opinion. But um, I said, "Well, what are we talking?" He said, "Less than two hundred dollars per shock." And I said, "Okay, what about for everybody else?" And he said, "Same price." And I said, "For how long?" For as long as I do it, I guess. I mean, unless the shock price goes up. Um, I said, "Well, that's I will send you my shocks, and you can dyno them and get a baseline and." You know, if things work out, I'll I'll probably get a set, but not if you're gonna 
not if you're going to raise the prices. You got to, that has to be something that my yeah. guys that work 40 hours a week, in Kaylin's case and, you know, Tyler's case, a little less, but <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I, I'm certain he works about 60 hours a week. Or oh, well, yeah. so I'm sure. Uh, you know, cutting firewood's not that's not a dream job for anybody. That's not I, I was thinking dishes, vacuuming. <laughs> well, dishes just get the dishwasher installed, right? So but yeah, um and, and he's on board for that. So uh, you know, hopefully we can we can get him as a sponsor and uh, you want some new shocks, that, Tyler? That uh, definitely could be in the works. Right. Right. Well I've already Paul Schultz is already I think has already talked to him and we've got a couple other guys that, you know, it, I think that'd be really big. I mean you could get a good quality, you know, shock that you knew what it was. Right. Um, you know, for for the same price as what you'd buy one from Speedway that, you know, is just a generic shock. So so that was I think that that'll hopefully work out really well. But uh but yeah, I think uh Anything else you guys would like to uh, like to add? Well, that was, people you got to think. Well, talking about the you know the pricing and everything like that. I grew up with a dad who worked uh, forty hours. He was a, he was a millwright, so he worked you know forty hours a week and couldn't afford this and couldn't afford a pure stock, which was entry level then. And uh, so Tyler, then then not sad. <laughs> yeah, well the the Hornets are taking over for entry level I right. think now. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah. Uh, for now for now <laughs> what's next um so when he started collecting parts and things like that for the car and you know he, they loaded up the truck with parts for 500 bucks with a you know frame and body and everything like that and it just you know we started adding things together and i'm looking at the prices and i said is are we do we have everything he said yeah i mean i gotta get the engine but that's that's you know we're working on making payments on that and then are you sure? Right. Are you, are you sure? Okay. So it was well, just amazing. When, when we first talked about it, she told me I should build a pure stock instead. Because that's what I thought was entry. You know, I right. didn't know anything about, you know, but the second that sprint car was built and it started up, I'm like, oh, yeah. He's right where he needs to be. This is it. Yep. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> she was a horsepower addict. That's awesome. <laughs> Well, and I mean, there's just simply no place you can go as fast as you go Mm-mm. with us. Um, you know, I put right on our proposals now. I mean, we are the most affordable sprint car show in the nation, and I challenge anybody to contest that. You cannot get the speed and the, the number of cars now and everything else for the affordability of our show, and our guys are happy to do it. So, mm-hmm. right. So, won't be long before you uh, you think you're something. You got to come come race with us and you'll find out if you're something or not so <laughs> it's another another oh my god i need boots challenge, <laughs> challenge issued yeah oh yeah no there's a lot of guys in there that are shaking their fist at their uh, radio right now probably right but but uh i think it started from brick bricks flying at their computer yeah, get your own podcast if you want to be uh confident or cocky <laughs> so <laughs> but uh but anyway um well thank you guys so much for coming Did any uh any sponsors mom and dad anybody you want to thank um mostly do it by myself but uh have uh my cousins uh with tnt designs in grand rapids oh, help yep. us out a lot yep. um with graphics and shirts and stuff so and if somebody wanted a shirt they would go to get a hold of us yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> they would get a hold of us walsh racing 36 on facebook and <laughs> send them a message thank yep. you yeah we, we, marketing classes might not work we might, we might just have to just hire somebody for you <laughs> so, 
Oh, that's awesome. But <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't get any more real than this, right? <laughs> this is this is as real as it gets. So well <laughs> that ain't a lie. <laughs> Hard to believe in the, the lavish uh the lavish studio that we're hanging out in, but Yeah. Next week I'll work on some carpet. There you go. No. Red. <laughs> I want a red carpet. <laughs> yeah. I'm number one. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you for being a part of the Northern Renegades. Thank you for uh, being such a wonderful example for the uh, type of people that we have. That, uh, uh, yeah, we can uh, can come and join us and uh, um, can live out their racing motorsports dreams without yeah. having to rebuild a quick change transfer case and yeah. drive to <laughs> south to trying to get more, more juice out of a diesel motor yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Which, which isn't any better than the dodge right. <laughs> to avoid. Yeah, they, thanks a ton for having us yeah, thank you. oh you're, uh, thanks for doing it twice <laughs> so. yeah sorry <laughs> my bad oops <laughs> anyway this is randy with renegades on dirt for kaylee for Tyler Wass and Kalen Anderson. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Liquid Nitro Energy Drink for their support, along with Palmer's Tavern in beautiful downtown Hibbing, Minnesota, and Residlo's Old World Meats Snack Sticks, which I think care packages are probably frozen by now. So, probably awesome. Frozen. And we will catch you guys next episode when we get. The UMSS's president, founder, CEO, and uh, chief expenditure officer. department. <laughs> human resource director. I'm going to call him Rock and Ron Bernhagen. There you go. There you go. Because every time you see him, he's got one of those rock and roll style bandanas on his head. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, he, uh, he, he wants to stick out, and he does. Well, I, I thought it was because he's got a six head. The, <laughs> the UMSS whipping post. <laughs> well, he's good at that. Answer nice. <laughs> anyway, this is Randy. This is Kaylee. And we will see you next time.